Thanks to God to hear His word read aloud before eating. 
How often do we forget to give thanks to God after a meal as well as before? Man does not live by bread alone. We do not worship our bellies. We worship God alone and we serve Him. The temptation to use our gifts and our talents for our own selfish gain is easily remedied. Our Lord sets forth a very clear answer to the temptation to worship our bellies. We are instead to have our eyes set first and foremost on the Word of God. There is time, there is a time, there are times set aside to set aside these worldly desires. To let Sunday mornings be one of preparation. To let Sunday mornings be a time of preparation, lest we approach the altar with full and lethargic bellies. To let Wednesday nights be one of reception and prayer. To be fed not by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. Jesus refuses the first temptation. The devil looks deeper into Jesus' heart. Not only is he hungry after fasting, but he is lonely. He's alone in this desert. As God said at creation, it is not good that man is alone. Jesus doesn't even have a congregation to pray with him. Even in his prayer life, he is in solitude. If you are the Son of God, the devil asks again, then why are you suffering like this? Why fasting instead of feasting? Why loneliness instead of love and affection? If you truly are the Son of God, then why doesn't your Father love you? If you are the Son of God, cast yourself off the temple. Such an act would certainly enforce the Father's hand. It would force God to show that he does indeed love his son. This temptation doesn't encourage us to seek a genuine love and affection, but again, a selfish one. For sinful man, the self becomes the lens. The self becomes the magnifying glass by which we view the entire world. The self is to be the subject of all receiving, of all reward, of all feeding and feasting. So the temptation, if you are the Son of God, if you are a Christian, cast yourself off. Cast yourself off the temple. Give God an opportunity to look out for you, for the Bible says, your own Bible says, God will command his angels concerning you. On their hands they will bear you up, lest you strike your foot against a stone. You want to keep the party going, you enjoy being around other people, and knowing that you have friends who want to be with you, go ahead, have one more drink before you drive home. God will command his angels concerning you. In times of prayer and fasting, through these 40 days in the wilderness, the Christian becomes increasingly lonely. Loneliness begets boredom. Boredom begets envy. Envy of those who have so much more than you, and that envy grows into greed, desiring and forcibly taking that which God has not given to you. And so the tempter asks, is it really a sin just to flirt with someone? Your husband will never find out. Your wife will never know. God's angels will bear you up, lest you actually fall into sin. The devil is clever, but he's not that creative. These are the same words with which he first tempted man. Did God really say? 
concerning every word of Scripture, every word from the mouth of God that sustains you, the devil continues to ask, did God really say? It is our job to do as our Lord does, to read Scripture properly. We do not read the Bible through, lens, through the lens of selfish desire. We read it through the lens of Christ, through the lens of the Gospel. The crucifix serves for us as the magnifying glass by which we read and mark every word of Scripture. The Church, in her great wisdom, does this. The, the gradual for this Sunday, a portion of the psalm that's assigned to each Sunday of the Church here, is as follows. He will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways. On their hands they will bear you up, lest you strike your foot against a stone. Satan wants to attack God's holy people by using God's word. Then let us use Satan's words in worship of the one true God. Let us place his misquoting of scripture in its proper context to give praise to God. But also to show Satan, who I assure you is listening in on us this morning, that we shall not put, our, put the Lord our God to the test. We would expect the final temptation to be the most difficult to refuse, the most difficult to overcome, but instead we see, we see Satan act in cowardice and in impatience. It was his vanity that cost him eternity in paradise, and it is his vanity that causes him to slip up and to fail time and time again. Satan is the prince of this world, yes, but princes don't actually have any power. They can't give out titles and lands. They certainly can't give all the kingdoms of the world away. This offer from Satan is almost laughable. It would be like a senator trying to invoke an executive order or a city councilman trying to declare war. A false promise. I will give you all the kingdoms based on an idolatrous condition if you bow down and worship me. Again, our Lord teaches us the proper way to deal with temptations and idolatry. Away from me, Satan, for it is written, You shall bow down before the Lord your God, and him alone you shall worship. And in that moment, the devil was released from him, and angels came to minister. How fitting that the devil's own words came true. He will send his angels concerning you, lest you strike your foot It is with the words that God has given us that we combat Satan, that we wrestle to overcome temptation. And we do so knowing that we have a great high priest who has, not, who has passed not only through the heavens, but also through temptation, through the gates of hell. The great high priest who is able to sympathize with our weakness. A high priest who in every respect has been tempted as we are, yet he without sin. Let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace, that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in the time of need. We speak boldly in the liturgy to show our praises to God, of course, to show the visitor and the unbeliever what it is we believe, but also to preach to Satan. When we say, I, a poor, miserable sinner, we are refusing to put the Lord our God to the test. We do not deny sin and make God out to be a liar, but we repent and are cleansed of all unrighteousness. When we say, Lord, have mercy, when we pray, when we attentively hear the readings, when we sing hymns, we are confessing that man does not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. 
we kneel and say, O Christ, thou Lamb of God, who taketh away the sin of the world, grant us thy peace. We are bowing down to God and serving him alone. So come, come boldly to the throne of grace. Receive these words from the mouth of God. Take, eat, this is my body. Take, drink, this is my blood. Receive the fuel to strengthen you while the devil tempts you in the wilderness for these 40 days. Pray that the Lord would send his angels to minister to you, to bear you up, to fight off the demons that tempt you, and look to your Lord. He has shown you the way. In the name of Jesus. Amen.